one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. My very good friends on today's wrestling news, Ronda Rousey shoots on ungrateful idiots, WWE fans following Bray Wyatt's release. Ric Flair breaks his silence on his WWE release. We've got some new details on Adam Cole's contract situation. And the greatest tag team ever is showing up on AEW Dynamite tonight. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I didn't know the Rock and Roll Express were still wrestling. (laughs) And this is the news. (laughs) Anyway, let's uh, start things off by talking about Ronda Rousey here. She had some opinions on on Twitter last night. Uh, Bray Wyatt, obviously released by WWE on the 31st of July, four days ago, five days ago. I can't do mathematics. That's why I no longer work in finance. But uh, yeah, (laughs) he's gone. The whole wrestling world has been talking about it. Uh, Per Fightful Select, it's caused some morale issues among certain people backstage in WWE. It was a big surprise, a big shock and everything else. And Ronda Rousey, following on from the We Want Wyatt chants that were intermittently on Raw in Chicago this week, she has tweeted the following. I've seen you same fans chanting We Want Wyatt last night, chanting We Want Beach Balls over Bray Wyatt performing. If the WWE treated him like he was expendable, it was because you ungrateful idiots did it first. Now, of course, Ronda has attracted a bit of flack for this. A bit is probably uh, something (laughs) of an understatement. On my behalf, it was everywhere on social media. And after she put this out there, uh, it's understandable, really. Uh, The Wyatt situation is, I don't think you can really attribute Wyatt being fired to anything other than WWE losing their minds because he was a guy who made money for them, Uh, regardless of what you think of him as a performer subjectively. Now, we're not ones on this channel to sit here and go, ah, the damn fans, they ruin everything. And, you know, so we're obviously not going to gravitate towards a take like this from Ronda. But I want to say this. She has uh, attacked WWE fans through interviews and on social media in the past last year she did it alexa bliss chimed in and they had a bit of back and forth um there's a chance this is a work right Mm. there's a chance she's working here i'm not saying she is working definitely but there is a chance she's a pro wrestler and she's done stuff like this before so even though she's pregnant at the moment and won't be wrestling again for ages uh if ever there's a chance that she's building some heat here i just want to put that out there because i think Mm -hmm. that was an under discussed part of this conversation but uh here we are. Wrestling is just insane at the moment. And uh, Ronda Rousey's popping off on you. Yes, it was. Ungrateful idiots. <laughs> so there we are. Is it is it wrong, Andy, that I'm more excited about Ronda Rousey's return than Becky Lynch's? 
because <laughs> I love this sort of thing. Look, I think it's great. Obviously, it is wrong for her to suggest that. Well, if there's one bad apple, then every wrestling fan's an idiot. Look, you yeah. know, some people may chant certain things and have certain reactions to wrestlers. That doesn't mean it's a unified thing. And, and as you mentioned there, Andy. Wyatt wasn't released because the fans occasionally chant or bring beach balls. Yeah. It's not, it's no correlation there. It's WWE being idiotic, but I'm inclined to agree with you as well, Andy. The way she occasionally just goes, Oh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna wind up some people on Twitter. Eh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I, I loved her running WWE. Yeah, and me I think too. If she ever does come back, I really hope she does. Obviously, she should take time off uh, after giving birth, etc., etc. Not like these people who watch Becky Lynch give birth in December and went, probably back in time for the Rumble, isn't it? <laughs> what are you talking about? But, yeah. yeah, keep your eyes peeled on where this goes next. And, uh, yeah, I bet you her and Travis Brown had a lot of fun watching all the replies last night. Uh, right, let's talk did. about Rick Flair. Uh, loads of stories, of course, coming out about him. Speculation whether he was fired, whether he asked for his release, blah, 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 blah. Since that all came out over the last few days. Well, Rick Flair has spoken to People magazine, clarifying his position on his WWE release and, and why it happened, basically. Rick Flair said, we just didn't see eye to eye on some business opportunities that I wanted to pursue, so I asked for my release. There's been no animosity and everything has been on friendly terms, which is nice to hear about because we heard conflicting reports about him asking yeah. for his release or WWE just out of the blue just firing him this seemed like the most obvious thing that had happened and he's clarified that that is now the case Andy yeah I think like it's an interesting situation Rick Flair's WWE departure because you know we had the initial report Fightful and uh, Wrestling Inc.'s sources claiming that he'd requested his release and then Dave Meltzer had people tell him that uh, Rick had been fired and, and had claimed about Charlotte's booking, uh, complained about Charlotte's booking and stuff. So there's all kinds of things buzzing around here. People have been told different things by their sources. Uh, it's always a bit dangerous, isn't it, to take a wrestler's words at complete face value. Yes. But I'm glad that Rick seems happy and now has the opportunity to pursue... Uh, I think he, he's talking about various things like having his own network and, and everything else in the interview as well. So I'm glad that he's uh, going to be able to pursue those now freely away from WWE. Hey man, look, just, I, I don't care if he got fired or if he requested his release as long as everyone's happy and Ric Flair's doing well because Ric Flair's one of the greatest, if not the yeah. greatest of all time. So there we go. Exactly. And he can take some time off in the lead up to Lacey Evans giving birth, of course. Of course. <laughs> Let's move over to Adam Cole. Uh, more on his... Speaking of babies. Oh, there you go. How did I miss that link? It's because I'm, <laughs> I'm useless. Um, but Adam Cole, uh, we reported earlier this week covering uh, Fightful Select reports on the matter, Wrestling Inc. reports on the matter, uh, talking about how Adam Cole's original WWE contract had expired in July, but he's agreed to work on through SummerSlam weekend, where looks like he's going to face Kyle O'Reilly at TakeOver to finally close that feud off. But there was a report that came out yesterday from PW Unlimited stating that Cole has turned down multiple contract offers from WWE now we have a report from Fightful Select here stating that uh, Cole hasn't actually been offered a new contract yet it's obviously something that's on the docket because he's Adam Cole like this is something they're planning on doing uh, but it hasn't actually happened 
yet. So it's noted here as well uh, that Cole appears to have like a great relationship with NXT hires up. So you imagine those parties will have a conversation. And I said this the other day, but if I'm Adam Cole in this situation, I'm talking to everybody. I'm talking to New Japan. I'm talking to AEW. I'm talking to WWE. I'm driving my price up because we have a situation where wrestlers can do that now. Impact as well, of course. Uh, wrestlers have that ability now. The market's a little bit more open and it's good for them. Um, so yeah, man, like... Cole strikes me as a guy who's going to do what he wants. Uh, Twitch is obviously a big consideration for him. He's very popular on that pl- platform and he clearly loves doing it. So I would not necessarily look, hey, he'll be on the main roster soon. Uh, although we do have the Zelina Vega situation. There's a lot of scenarios here, <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. So, hey, I just hope the guy gets paid because he seems like a great dude. Yeah, exactly. Uh, his well-being is the most important thing here. And, and like you say, with the, the reaction that we've seen, as you say, with this report saying that he's not had a contract offer, yeah, it's probably going to add more zeros to the end of that contract. Yeah. As it should have done anyway, because it's Adam bloody Cole. Intriguing as to... I, I sense it probably won't be about money. I mean, that's obviously a great thing yeah. to get. But if you're competing, putting WWE and AEW up against each other, you're going to get the money that you probably want. Again, it may come down to the creative aspect of it all and yeah. you're going to lean one way rather than the other because of WWE's track record with that sort of thing. Look, uh, it's not going to necessarily just be about the fact that his missus and his best mates because I saw Britt Baker saying about this, like, he ain't just going to come to AEW because I'm here. But it's going to be very intriguing. I've said about Amy Haney to settle this. Everyone who's interested, they all agree, right, we're all going to pay him this fee. And then they have a big game of Uno to sort it out. And the winner, yeah, gets to, gets to keep Adam Cole, basically. Uh, but let's conclude by talking about AEW a little bit more. It's, of course, uh, Dynamite Homecoming tonight. Uh, the latest labour of Jericho features Hoovy, Hooven to Guerrero. Can't believe that. Um, but never mind all that bollocks, because the big story is the arrival of the greatest tag team in the world. On AEW, the best jump from WWE to AEW. Bollocks <laughs> to your John Moxley's, your Andrade, your Daniel Bryan's, or even CM Punk, even though that's a bit of a stretch. Because 2.0, the former Ever Rise, are coming to AEW tonight. Matt Lee, Jeff Parker, uh, they uh, issued a promo. It was uploaded to AEW's Twitter feed last night. They are joined by the brilliant Daniel Garcia, who I know you've been a fan of, Andy, on Dark. Uh, and they called out the three baddest dudes on the roster. Eddie Kingston, John Moxley, Darby Allen. It's going to be a trios match with those three against Daniel <laughs> Garcia and the former Everise, now known as 2.0. And they're all going to get a taste, basically, Andy. That's what's going to happen. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, this 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 little promo was such a delight to, to appear on the AEW Twitter feed last night. Um, it's good to see the guys moving on so quickly. They were only released, what, like a month ago? <laughs> Something like that. Uh, and already they, they've secured this, this spot on Dynamite. Interesting to learn if these guys have been signed or if it's just a one-off appearance or whatever else. But I'm looking forward to seeing them. Uh, 2.0, Everrise, 3.0, uh, wherever they go by, they're always ridiculously entertaining. And in this minute-long promo, I think they popped me about five times. Crazy. It's like a pop every 10 seconds. It's out of this world. And a shout to Daniel Garcia as well, who's like one of the standout guys, like a can't-miss prospect for me and many others on the indie scene at the moment. If you're interested in his work, he has some great matches over WrestleMania weekend with guys like Kevin Kuhn, J.D. Drake, who you might know from AEW as well. Those are available on independentwrestling.tv. Part of a wider... Actually, the first Daniel Garcia match I saw... 
uh, weirdly, was against WrestleNomics Brandon Thurston, who is also a wrestler. So, uh, yeah, this is cool. This is the kind of stuff that engages people who are into indie wrestling and draws them towards AEW. And obviously, people who looked at EverRise and the, the really entertaining stuff they were doing on NXT and going... This sucks that they've been like, oh, I'm going to watch their YouTube channel. It's kind of catering to the hardcores. They're coming in. They're going to lose, right? It's a showcase match for the baddest dudes in AEW. Sorry to break it to you. Um, It's a showcase match for the baddest dudes in AEW. But uh, yeah, I'm fired up. This this rules, to be fair. Regardless, we've got ourselves a chew of the week. And uh, this, uh, just as they said, absolutely rules. Turning me on. I'm so excited for that. Join us for the AW Dynamite preview. What cook dressing, wherever you get your podcast from, for, I don't know, an hour of me banging on about that, basically. But anyway, let's move on to your Twitter questions at WhatCultureWW, of course. Uh, first question today comes from Sam J. Huds, who says, uh, Greetings from DC. Do you think that the poor booking and visual pinfalls of Karrion Cross will lead to a sharp decline in NXT TakeOver viewership and the overall TV show? I think that the upcoming takeover looks pretty damn sexy uh, to the point that to the point that it would take a disaster uh, to to kind of time the viewership of that. But I think we'll get a clearer picture in the coming weeks. Uh, Last week's AEW was on Sci-Fi. This week's is on Sci-Fi as well. They're pre-taped. They're spoiled. So the viewerships are going to hurt a little bit. It'll be hard to tell how much Cross's booking has impacted that. But I think um, perception of Cross from the average person who watches NXT is that he's still our guy. He's just being being booked weirdly by those guys. So I think that the perception is on the booking team rather than Cross at the moment. But that could change if they if they just keep booking him like just a guy on the mm. main roster. I think this could be one of the biggest and best takeovers in recent memory, if I'm perfectly honest. Disregarding all the booking, because a lot of people, I used to be like this myself before I was working at What Culture. You just go, oh, I'll tune in to take over and see what happens. And you get all the recaps. You don't really know, need to know about yeah. it. Samoa Joe's coming back and probably winning the title at that show. So that should have hopefully improved TV viewership, if you're thinking that that may well be the case. You've got that. You've got Raquel Gonzalez versus Dakota Kai. Money. You've got bloody Walter Dragunov 2, which is an instant five-star match, basically. And then across yeah. the... You, you've got an argument there to break the TakeOver formula, which is normally, if I'm right, Andy, five matches on TakeOver, maybe one on the kickoff show. But you've got those three. You've got Cole O'Reilly as the big potential, I don't know, loser leaves NXT match or something like that. You could easily have... Grizzled Young Veterans versus MSK2 because that was one of the best matches I've seen on NXT in a, in a long, long while. And then, I don't know, Swerve versus Escobar. Like, there's some great potential yeah. matches for that show. Loads of stuff. Loads and loads of stuff. And, uh, yeah, man, might as well uh, might as well do a seven-hour takeover. Why the hell not? <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't It wouldn't be SummerSlam weekend. They're like, we've got to do something on Sunday. Uh, five hours on the network. It's uh, Adam Schrick gives us our second question of the day, saying, uh, Morning, Jets. With everyone talking about wrestlers leaving WWE for AEW, like Wyatt and Cole, who do you think will be the first wrestler to go the other way? Love this question. Ooh. Yeah, it's a really interesting one to think about. A lot of people would say MJF, I think. A lot of people would Mm -hmm. say that because of just how well refined his character and everything else is. I think a lot of people look at him as a potential WWE guy, but knowing what I know about MJF, I don't think that's going to happen. Penelope Ford would be my pick. um, Yeah. Because I think she's very promising. She had a great match with Sheeta last year. Uh, She looks impressive in her matches and everything else. She's uh, clearly improved a lot uh, over the past few years and has worked hard on her craft. But she doesn't get a lot of televised opportunities. She's on Dark and Elevation quite a lot, but rarely on Dynamite. And 
you know, not to spread reasons or nonsense or anything like that, but she strikes me as someone that WWE would look at and go, hey, let's try and scoop her up. Yeah, I think you're right. I, 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 me and Hamlet have chatted about this before, and uh, he's always said probably is going to be someone from the female roster because of yeah. WWE superior general booking when it comes to that, and just you know vast swathes of more talent. They've not not got bad wrestlers in the women's division. You have got bloody Britt Baker, Nyla Rose, Thunder Rosa, Serena Deeb, etc. But yeah. Yes, someone like a Penelope Ford I could definitely see going. Or John Moxley. All right, final question today comes from <laughs> Matt Reigns, who says, Happy Wednesday, gents. Uh, Waits for Wilborn to settle himself down and seeing the news about <laughs> 2.0. It's not going to happen today, I'm afraid, Matt. Uh, he says, If, when, we finally see uh, Adam Cole become all elite, who are the top three wrestlers you are most looking forward to seeing him face? Oh man, well Matt Roman Reigns uh, <laughs> the first I'm going to give you a boring first answer Kenny Omega, I say boring yeah. it'll obviously be a great match but it's uh, something everyone's going to pick isn't it so I'll move away from obvious main eventers for a second and say my other two picks because I'm really interested to see how these characters more than anything else would interact with each other Adam Cole versus Ricky Starks and Ooh. Adam Cole versus Sammy Guevara I think those would be a lot of fun I'm going to cover off all the other ones similar to that because there's some great shouts. Adam Cole versus Jungle Boy. Yes, please. Adam Cole versus Darby Allin. And it'd be a sensational match. It would arguably be an even better promo off Adam Cole and Maxwell Jacob Friedman, a.k.a. MJF. Yes, please. Uh, Let's quickly move on to today's and finally and the bonkers match that's just been announced by New Japan of America. It is an all WCBW affair. It is Moose versus <laughs> bloody Tomohiro Ishii. Sweet Jesus, Andy. Big Tom Ish fighting a literal moose on New Japan pay-per-view. This is going to be beefy. Cannot wait. Oh, my. My favourite wrestler of all time, Big Tom Ish. Love the guy. Cut still still love telling the story when I was security for him in WCPW. Why? I thought that was a good idea. <laughs> right, let us know your thoughts on that and all today's news stories in the comments section below. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe and subscribe to What Cult Dressing on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. We've got the NXT review where mm. love won out oh, on NXT and the <laughs> AEW Dynamite preview which will be two hours talking about Ever Eyes and then occasionally mention I don't know, the ladies of Jericho or uh, maybe Hangman Page if you want. <laughs> UV. Okay. Uh, let's know your thoughts on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch there. You can follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at... At Andy H. Murray. The H stands for Hethelump. Ooh, didn't see that one coming today. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Wilbur. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. Turn me on! What? You'll what? get a taste! Thanks, Andy Murray. Thank you for joining what? us. We will see you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 